so hi one of the good noise podcasts i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with uh mike Prodich from the violence and we're asking some questions today about the new single think for yourself i'm gonna start so congrats on that by the way how do you feel about the response to it so far thank you um it's been great i mean <clears throat> we just put it out we've been putting out song by song um without an album behind it mm -hmm. um which has been a little different but it's been it's been cool to be able to gauge the feedback um just on a particular song um we've never really been able to do that before in, in the past but um it's been a lot of fun so this this song i think um the reaction has been great you know sirius xm's been playing it a lot mm -hmm. the streaming's going up and um seeing a lot of people sharing it so i'm happy let's go nice As you should be yeah that's sick yeah but so can you tell me a little bit about the single name or cover art? Um, yeah, think for yourself. Um, basically, it's obviously a lyric in the song. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but it's it was kind of written during the pandemic, uh, you know, when, when a lot of people were sitting at home and just taking to the Internet. Mm -hmm. And there was a there was an election going on. There was a lot of it was a heavy, thick political climate climate at the time mm -hmm. um on top of the pandemic so i think a lot of people were venting a lot of people were arguing um and i could see this um you know division happening yeah um among on the internet because people couldn't couldn't have real conversations so it's just kind of like venting and then people arguing and commenting and disagreeing and and social media kind of creates this place where it's almost like a new form of religion because you follow people that you already agree with. Um, mm. Most people don't follow people that they disagree with. So it yeah. kind of just allows people to get more affirmation in what they already believe, um, mm -hmm. which in a lot of ways religion does. So yeah. um, it's kind of about that. And it's, it's kind of a call to arms to, you know, think for yourself, literally. Yeah. All right. I never would have thought of it that way, but you're completely right. You're able to like make your own echo chamber for yourself on social media. I never even put that together. That's crazy. <laughs> totally. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the single? Um, yeah, I mean, it was, again, during the pandemic. Um, I hate to keep talking about the pandemic, but it was a real thing that happened, and a lot of these songs yeah. were written during that time. Mm -hmm. But uh, we the three of us that are in the band, um, we all live in different states. So especially during that initial lockdown, there wasn't the opportunity to kind of get in a room and just jam on parts and, and kind of feel each other out. So um, I had to do a lot of it at home, like mm -hmm. on my computer and just recording as much as I could by myself electronically and then kind of sending them files and like sending back and forth. So it was kind of an odd process and it was something different than what we're used to, but I think it, it yielded some, some great results because it forced us out of our comfort zone and forced us to, to write, you know, differently and not fall back on, on how we normally would have done it. So I think that as an artist was, was challenging in a good way. And I think it's, uh, you know, I don't know how they would have sounded different if we, if we couldn't do it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah makes sense uh so you kind of went into it a little bit already but if you want you go a bit more in depth can you tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this track yeah it was just uh a lot of it was discussed 
Mm. And, um, you know, when you're, when you're locked in your home with, with just the people you live with and you're barely seeing certain friends, mm-hmm. um, and all you see, I felt like all I saw on the internet was, um, just disagreement and mm. like bickering almost. Yeah. So <clears throat> it was kind of like a, like kind of like a shut the fuck up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's, that's kind of where my head space was. It was, it was kind of just saying that I'm, you know, I'm sick of this. If everyone mm-hmm. can just, you know, be to themselves and, uh, hopefully we can get through this time. Yeah. I mean, the internet's like already that. a negative shit show to begin with, but the pandemic made it Absolutely. a million times worse. Yep. Uh, so how do you recommend that your fans listen to the single for the first time in the car with friends in the dark with headphones on? Is it a party or a workout track? What do you think? Um, I mean, it's, it's, it definitely has a lot of energy, but there's a lot of complexity to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you, if you listen to it, with headphones or good speakers by yourself, that's how I always prefer to listen to music. If I want to like actually submerge myself in it and really like pick it apart and listen to it. So I would definitely s- suggest that if you're uh, a little more cerebral, mm-hmm. um, but it's also got a lot of energy. So if you want to, if you want to get a good run in or, or a good workout, you can throw it on for that too. So it's it's good on the surface level and it's good, you know, deep too. 100%. Uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this track for new listeners in three words. Ooh, I think mm-hmm. it's, uh, I would say energetic. Okay. Uh, groovy. Ooh, groovy. And um, anthemic. Ooh, I love I love when people use that word. Yeah, yeah, it's a good word. Uh, so, in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling you want listeners to have while going through the track? I think um, empowerment, oh. uh, especially in oneself. You know, to not rely on others, just to kind of feel empowered to, you know, reassure yourself that you can do something without the uh the affirmation from others like you mm-hmm. can you can you can create your own path and your own thoughts and solidify them within yourself yeah all right i like that i like that a lot um so while listening through the track what band or artist influence pops out the most to you <clears throat> to me i was listening to a lot of like uh new wave stuff actually at mm-hmm. the time um some like Depeche Mode, some Flock of Seagulls, like mm-hmm. some really odd, like 80s new wave, um, even even in excess. Um, but I was kind of trying to capture a little bit of that where the drums are kind of real steady and, and driving. Um, and, the, and there's a lot of groove in the bass. It's, um, to add that like electronic element and then obviously bring it up to like a more modern time. But mm-hmm. um, that eighties new wave rock kind of was, was my um, biggest muse is when, when recording that song for sure. All right. That's sick. Um, so you guys actually recently did a Sirius XM virtual concert. What was that experience like, especially like putting one of those together post pandemic mm-hmm. when it doesn't seem like live sessions are the cool thing anymore? Um, well, I'll tell you what, I mean, it was like being in, in different states 
as my bandmates, I was just stoked to be in the same room with them and actually play the songs. So like we were, we were kind of giddy at that point because it's like, man, we've been, we've been playing these songs through a computer Mm -hmm. and like now we're actually in a room playing it and like feeding off each other's energy. And like, it felt like being in a band in high school again. Like it was exciting to play these songs and like, they were all new. Um, So on that side of things, that was amazing. Um, But then like meeting the crew, uh, that that did all the production for us out there in in Los Angeles. They they really crushed it with with the production of it and um, allowed us to just kind of do our job, which which was just perform the songs. Yeah. So um, it was it was a lot of fun and and it definitely gave us um, the itch to to play live because we yeah. hadn't up until that point, um, at least not with the violent. But um, but yeah, it's it was uh, it was just a lot of fun for sure. I love that. Happy to hear that. Uh, so for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station. You're going in. What is your snack <clears throat> choice? Um, if you would have asked me this 10 years ago, okay, I probably would have grabbed like probably the worst food ever, like, <gasps> like, like candy and stuff, like just something sugary. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I, was, I, I eat a lot healthier. Okay. So I would probably grab like in a gas station, mm-hmm. I would probably grab like if they had some fruit, I know it's going to sound really boring, but like if they had some fruit there, some gas stations do, or like some like almonds, wow. you know, some, something like that. Like I would probably, it's hard to eat at a gas station, oh, but yeah. if I had to, if I had to go back though, like my, my, my candy of choice when I was, when I was like eating a bunch of candy, I guess, um, I love uh, York peppermint patties. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, those, those were like good. the shit for me. Yeah, yeah. I, those those mm-hmm. I think that almonds would be the safe bet because I don't know, gas station like fruit kind of skews me out. Yeah, something about like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, so, where do you see the band in the next five years? Um, I think we're just gonna keep building momentum and and putting out songs. Um, obviously, we were really conservative with how quickly we were putting out songs because of the you know we were unsure what the touring world would look like Mm -hmm. um but now that touring is coming back and you know we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel of this pandemic um i think we'll uh we'll start putting out music more music at a time and just building on that that and and just making smart moves um hopefully by 2022 we're back on the um the festival circuit like mm-hmm. my previous band, Red Sun Rising, did did a lot of the festivals for years, yeah. um, and and the violent is is just kind of getting off the ground. So this whole year, these last two years, we're kind of just like building. And I think yeah. by 2022, if it's all cleared up, uh, we should just hit the ground running and really really start touring again. Oh yeah, 100. percent I hope to see you guys out there. That'd be sick. I hope so too. Uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Six. So we're gonna go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Ooh. Mm-hmm. I would probably have either a really good red wine. Okay. Um, like a California Zinfandel or something. Mm. Um. Or like a Negroni, which is like one of my favorite cocktails. Mm-hmm. That would be my, if they, if they allowed me alcohol, like a, one last nice drink. 
All right. Yeah. Um, and then I would probably just go straight up surf and turf, like lobster Ooh. and steak. Mm-hmm. And just gorge myself until I was going to throw up. Oh, you froze. Oh, no. Oh, no, you're back. Oh, okay. I did? Yeah. I'm Would back, you be I'm having back. any candy with right. that? Did you catch the last part? Yeah. All right. Would you would you have any candy with that? Maybe players? maybe some York peppermint patties. Okay, right. good. Good. <laughs> yeah. 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 You gotta you gotta have those, mm-hmm. you know. All right. Uh so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Hmm. That's a good question. Fictional world. I would probably say I'd live with like I'd be friends with like Doug Funny. You remember that show? I do not. What show is that? Yeah, you guys are probably too young for Doug, Doug Funny. Probably. Maybe. Um, it was like a cartoon, but he was just like a super chill dude. And he had a dog named Porkchop. Oh. And, uh, and he had a friend named Skeeter. And it was just like, I loved that show as a kid. And I wish I could like go in, into that world. Yeah. It was like a really weird characters. But that's probably, that's probably where I would go. All right. That's good. It's very wholesome. Uh, so I have the honor <laughs> of wholesome. asking. It is. It's very wholesome. It's just chilling out with the I love, dog. I love, and the yeah, guy. I love nostalgia too. Mm-hmm. So be good. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Okay. What is your favorite color? Wow. Uh, I think it's probably blue blue you have a specific shade yes like like a pale blue Ooh, good choice like uh like almost like the sky Mm -hmm. not dark blue i'm not i'm not really a dark blue fan i like i like lighter bright colors even though i'm i'm usually well now i'm in florida so i wear lighter colors now but i I usually am dressed in black that's fair (laughs) uh so as glory said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you would like to plug um just yeah just Tell your listeners to, to look us up, come out to a show when we start playing again. I think we only got a few right now on the books, but um, we're pretty much on all social media, especially the big three, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we are on TikTok and all that, um, but it, we're pretty much the violent music at the violent music on everything. So um, come check us out. Say hello. We're pretty active on there. We, we like to respond. Yeah, come find us. All right. Uh, Well, thank you for now. This has been Mike from The Violent, and we have been The Good Noise Podcast.